TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty-five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty-five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. This is WEEI Late Night with KJ Carson on WEEI. I'm looking at the schedule right now. Their next five games are against Detroit, Cleveland, Chicago, Jets, and Indy, a bye week, and then the Jets again. Over the next six games, the next seven weeks, every single one of those games are very winnable games. I'm going to say hopeful. The second hour of late night here on WEEI. It's KJ. Thank you for hanging out. That's Stephen A. Smith saying, look, Some good things could happen for the Patriots here over the next few weeks, and this is where I did say this is the part of the schedule that the Patriots can redeem hope where it would look pretty rough at the very beginning. I thought maybe 0-4, but gosh, Pittsburgh is another level of bad. It's bad with a lot of good pieces, right? Like if If you put Mac Jones on the Pittsburgh Steelers, Pittsburgh Steelers are 3-1. That's like that. That's how bad the Steelers are, right? So the thing with Bailey Zappi, uh, with Zappi, is this: there just seems there be a feeling that this guy has something. I'm not one of those who's going to put the whole thing like, "Oh, this reminds me of what happened with Tom and Bledsoe and everything." You can never, re- you can't, you you can't put magic back into the toothpaste tube. You know, it it happened once. It doesn't really happen like that again. But what I would like to see moving forward is, one, Bailey Zappi be able to get trained up and coached up enough to be a legitimate number two starter behind Mac Jones so that way, two, he can push Mac Jones. Because I do wonder, while not saying that Mac doesn't need any more motivation than anybody else, this is a competitive sport. And competition breeds, gets the best out of you. Remember, it felt like Mac was playing for his life. He felt like Eminem, like Rabbit in, 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 in eight miles standing in front of the sink when, when he got here as a rookie. Like he's going to make those second team plays and snaps make the first, look at bet, look better than the first team. And it got him the job. And I think that has to continue. And I think as this new system is being implemented, with Matt Patricia and Joe Judge at the helm of it. This is a chance for Bailey Zappi to be able to see as much of the information that Mac Jones would see. You know, I you don't know while with the, the head injury with with uh Brian Horry, and we'll get we'll hear from Belichick here shortly about that. You know, you do wonder like what is the real future of Brian Hoyer in this team with this team, even as a backup? Like 
do you now start to make provisions to say it's going to be Mac, Bailey, and Hoyer as the three? And that might go against the deal that Hoyer has. Who knows? He might want you know his release or something like that. But I do believe because of the injury to Mac Jones, and when he does return, you still have to make sure that a good system is in place. The Patriots are going to have to have three quarterbacks every game when Mac comes back. They're going to have to. But I think Bailey can get some things done. I, you know, sometimes with, with new guys, I, I did this with Jason Tatum in his first year in the league, not to cross sports, but I am. And I was watching a game. I think he was playing the Mavericks that year. And I said, you know, this guy's going to be extremely good because he doesn't feel uncomfortable in the situation that he's in. That's the vibe I got from Bailey Zappi against Green Bay. The The moment didn't seem to overwhelm him too much. Um, stayed within his control. Knew when to get rid of the ball instead of holding on to it. Giving up yards. Throwing picks. You know, like, kept things under control in probably the most hostile environment in the NFL in Green Bay. With a Green Bay team that was in a fight for its life not expecting to be in that type of situation against the Patriots team that was in there with their third-string quarterback. And so during Patriots Monday, uh, Bailey Zappi was asked about, hey, look, um, how do you feel when you're out there? I think that just goes back to the way you prepare um, throughout the week in practice. You know, for as far as me, my teammates, coaches, we prepared really hard throughout the week leading up to the game, and I think that's what you know, translate onto the field of being calm and cool and collected. You know, honestly, for me, I think that's being prepared, watching film, practicing, going through every rep, treating every rep in practice as it's a game rep. Um, that just leads to being calm on the field. Calm. Calm. Sometimes just being calm and letting things come to you will give you a chance to be in the game. There, Look, there's no reason why the Patriots should have been in that game after Hoyer went down. And we're talking about Hoyer. I mean, people were praying that. It's like, if they could at least keep it close, like they did with Kansas City, but then Nick Folk can sneak in and kick a field goal to win it, that would be like a miracle. That damn near happened without Hoyer. And so this is really going to be a test. Greater than I thought before with Mac Jones learning from Patricia and from Judge. That Patricia and Judge now have to coach up a guy who just two weeks ago, I think Joe Judge said, well, you know, the guy's in no position to start. Well, guess what he's doing today? That's why I said, you know, like, you, know, you go through the pantheon of like best football movies of all time. Like for me, in, in the current day NFL, it's it's any given Sunday all day. All day, because it kind of speaks to this. When you have the person who's on the bench, who's ready, and you may think that are too green or they're not ready for the, they don't know the system, put them in the game, and sometimes things slow down for them. And, of course, if you've never seen the movie, I don't know why. You've seen it any given Sunday, right, Joe? Of, co- of course. Okay, Everyone's yeah. seen it. Uh, well, well, everybody. You'll be surprised what people haven't seen, right? And look, at the end of the, at the, end of the movie, Al Pacino's like, that's my guy. Because he's calm. Now, I'm not saying Bailey Zappi's going to be the guy. But what if Mac, his ankle, we know 
that it's at least four weeks worthy because they wouldn't put him on the IR. And it's a good thing they didn't put him on the IR because then they'd have to go get two quarterbacks instead of one. And plus, after the four weeks, you don't know if everything would take the way it takes. So you just play it week to week with Mac by not ever putting him on the IR. But you might not see him until after the bye. You might not. Because then you'll be getting about you get to about six weeks of rest. Yeah, I know everyone wants to get their hopes up about seeing Mac at practice, but it's still a ways away. Yeah, him in that limited practice was really just the smoke screen, just to not you know you know like, hey, Mac was at practice today, so it forces Detroit to at least look at some Mac film, even if you don't believe he's going to be there. Nothing guarantees that he's not there unless he's not there. So you'll see this every week because you know Mac is getting better, and to the point where. The week that Mac is getting ready to play, you won't know that Mac is the starter probably until near the end of the week. At some point where it looks like Zappy's getting the same amount of reps as Mac, but of course Mac obviously just because he can't out there and play doesn't mean he's not being able to study what Judge and Patricia are trying to do. So I, I have a lot of hope for Bailey Zappy for this weekend's game. Um and like Stephen A. Smith mentioned, the schedule. And the Browns game is going to be a little bit tougher than I think most people thought, you know, when they thought Deshaun Watson wasn't going to be there. It's just like, well, the Browns are going to be horrible. And they've managed pretty well because J- Jacoby Brissett is one of those guys. It's like, look, this is a chance to really be able to put out good tape of what I can do, knowing that I'm not the future quarterback here, but I could be somebody else's quarterback next year. And the Indy might be like, why did we ever let you go? <laughs> like, they go to all these, wait a minute, why did we ever let you go? So, Bailey Zappi's in a position where he can show that, okay, let's say he's he's probably a notch below Mac Jones as Mac Jones gets towards when it's time to re-sign for a deal. And if Mac Jones's number or his demand from other, from other teams is so great or more valuable than you think, well, at least you know that you have a guy on the staff who knows the system, who's been under it for a few years. I would compare it very much to when... Uh, RG3 was drafted by Washington, and they took Kirk Cousins in the third round. <laughs> the people were like, what? Why, why did they do that? Well, because what happened? And that first year, RG3 wowed everybody, took a nasty hit in a Baltimore game. Management wanted him to play in the playoffs, took another hit. His career was never the same. Meanwhile, Kirk Cousins has made so much money just getting franchise tag. Like His, his kid's middle name might be franchise tag. You just never know what the backup may end up being. And so while people were saying, oh, you know what? You get Cam in here. You're supposed to know the office. For Number one, Josh McDaniels was here when Cam was here. Number two, Josh McDaniels had to turn that playbook into pretty much Coleco foot handheld football. <laughs> There's no throw. You're not throwing the ball. You're running at student body left or right. And Cam couldn't throw the ball. And, and number three, it's not like Cam has not played again since he was released by the Patriots. Uh, he was with the Panthers last year, and they did not win a single game when he started. So, yeah, you might remember the whole I'm back and everything, but it turned out that I'm back was actually a horror movie. And now even in Carolina, they're screaming for Cam Newton to come back, but kind of for another reason. That team is so bad when you start saying Sam Darnold is not yet ready, you're like, whoa, like, it's that pressing? You start to kind of wonder, are people going to show up and buy tickets? I think that's probably, that's. I think that's the only reason why they brought Cam back last year. Because I think they saw like a 40% drop in attendance, 
and ticket purchases. They were like, hey, we need to do something. Bring Cam back. You don't have to worry about Cam coming back here. So, of course, with Hoyer out, and you don't know how long he's going to be out, uh, here's Bill Belichick Monday on the Greg Hill Show saying, look, if, if, if Hoyer's not good to go, he's not good to go. Oh, yeah. If I see a player that I think is not not functioning properly um, and for some reason it hasn't been identified, then absolutely I would. And, I, yeah, I have done that. I would say not not recently. That's the, Those are things that have happened, you know, at other points in my career. Yeah, absolutely. If the player doesn't look like he's functioning properly, and then we reevaluate him with the medical people, but... You know, we also, as as a secondary check, even but even after the, even if the medical people were to clear a player, we still go through a coaching clearance to make sure that he's ready to play football, not just you know, medical medically cleared. So we we always have a secondary you know evaluation on that. Yeah, and plus Bailey Zappi allows for hope to happen in a season which feels very tight, a struggle. It was sounded like you were going to say hopeless, but... Yeah well, yeah, well, hopeless would be like if you're only winning two or three games, and I think there's more hope than that. And and to be honest, if, if Hoyer was okay and didn't get concussed or have a head injury, I don't want to officially call it a concussion, but didn't have the head injury and gave us atypical Hoyer, it would be atypical Hoyer again this week, and nobody would listen to the screams of give Zappy a chance. Like, no one heard the cries of put Stidham in. Nobody heard those cries. Those cries went on deaf, on Bill's deaf ears. But because Hoyer went down, and because the way the entire league is being watched because of how they're handling concussions or not handling them, the last thing you want to do is be Bill Belichick, greatest coach of all time, now in a struggling season, putting a, a hurt player back in there who clearly has had a head injury. Yeah, I was talking that, to Fitzy and Hart uh, after the game, and they both agreed that if Tua's head injury and the concussion talk wasn't there, Hoyer could possibly still be in that game. Yeah, that's Fitzy and Hart listening to KJ late night. <laughs> but seriously, yeah, it's it's it's... It's a blessing potentially in disguise just because Bailey Zappi didn't come off as overwhelmed, struggling, making clear rookie mistakes to the point where if they happened, you would say, well, I mean, gosh, he's the third string rookie in there on a team where they're even trying to figure out what they're going to do on offense from its leadership. And that didn't happen. All right, we'll talk more Patriots here next. 617-779-7937. KJ Late Night. Now it's time to trend with Joe. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. The clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You said my world on even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. If your day sounds like... We need the report ASAP. You deserve Medella. If you've persevered through... 
you deserve this rich golden lager with a crisp but refreshing taste. Or if you overcame, two more reps, two more. You deserve this ice cold reward. Medellin, the Markable Fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty-five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty-five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Late night. W-E-E-I. Thank you for hanging out. It's KJ 617-779-7937. Text line 37937. All right, in seven minutes, I'll get to the Brady and Giselle stuff. Only because, look, I am a full-service entertainer. Like, if I just came up here and just gave it to you, missionary, this is the X. This is an O. Go on. This is entertainment. Plus, what's going on around the NFL and why Jimmy Garoppolo already is NFL Comeback Player of the Year. (laughs) Just because he has a place to come back. It's just, it's a fascinating story going on in San Francisco. So, look, for this pack, uh, Lions Patriots game this Sunday, you say, okay, where, where D- D- Detroit's weaknesses and where their strengths, obviously they can put points on the board. The other, their, 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 their weaknesses, they put points on the board by the opponent. Like that happens too much. But I wouldn't say be f- too fooled because. Where their deficiencies happen is not what the Patriots want to play into. So, for example, the third and fourth quarter, quarterbacks have their higher passer rating than any other portion of the game. 110 in the third quarter, 104 in the fourth quarter, 10 points lower, 15 points lower in the first two quarters. Well, do you really want to have Bailey Zappi getting an increased passer rating in the third and fourth quarter? The idea is you would want the running game to be taking over things. And that has been the case for the pay, uh, for the for the Lions. Their highest quarters for giving up rushing, uh, rushing yards are in the third and the fourth quarter, and it gets bigger each quarter from the first to the second to the third to the fourth, and between the first and the fourth, it's like 70 additional yards. So, yeah, the run game is going to have to be important, but they are best stopping it early in the game. So if the Patriots think that, hey, we're going to come out and just establish the run, that's what the Lions are looking for. That's what they're looking for. Now, later in the game, you want to run the ball on them. It's happening, and you would probably already have the lead. That's where the benefit would be. But at the same time, quarterbacks seem to be doing better with their arm later in the game against them. And that's just kind of interesting to see because you definitely don't want this Patriots team to have to have to throw the ball to compete towards the end of the game because now you're saying, are you taking a chance with fate by having this rookie who's performed so well and then putting the game in his hands? Different than what happened in the Packers game where I thought, hey, look, you had a chance to get something out of him when the Packers were all expecting the Patriots to run again on second down, and they did. Patriots got no gain on that second yard, second down play. And of course, now it forces Bailey Zappi to have to make a play with third and five with his arm. 
because you ran it twice in a row. You're not going to run it three times in a row. That's where I think that's more of a Patricia Judge bad play calling situation. Maybe you have him do it on second down. You throw the you put the ball in his hands because then on third down, if it's an incomplete pass, or it's a throwaway, what have you, it's still third and manageable. And you might be able to run for the first down on third because they say, okay, they trust him to, to go for it on second down. I mean, I, I hate to replay that overtime, but look, if you're at the 46 of Green Bay on the road and th- that field of kick to, to feel of gain, line of gain is 10 yards away to kick a field goal to win the game, you have to take a smart chance. We're not saying, hey, go deep or throw something across the middle, you know, 15 yards down the field and get crossed up or mixed up. No. Something underneath out of a run formation would have worked right there. So, if I see the way this game best plays out for the Patriots, is the Patriots' defense forces Jarrett Goff into some mistakes. They've got a considerable amount of injuries going on with the team where players did not practice. No DeAndre Swift at practice today with an ankle. Um, uh, Amon Ross St. Brown. No practice today. Ankle. He was out this past weekend. Josh Reynolds, wide receiver, did not practice today. Ankle. TJ Hawkinson did not practice today. A hip. You know, so DJ Chalk, no practice. Ankle. So they're hit with the injury bug. And Jared Goff is a dink and dunk precision guy. And if he doesn't have his weapons there, then it walks right into the Patriots' wheelhouse just the same way that it did. Uh, in the it was Super Bowl thirty eight, I think it was forty eight against the Rams. So, yeah, I I think this is one of those games where the Patriots defense will not allow the Ram uh, the the Lions to score as they have been, and probably keep this game down in the twenties. I could see a twenty one fourteen victory by the Patriots with you know maybe two turnovers by the Lions, and of course with the special teams with Marcus Jones, what he's been able to do so far has been very, very tantalizing. Yeah, the line so, right now is uh, at minus three for the Patriots right now. Yeah, I, I had three and a half earlier today, so that line is coming down. So, yeah, it's one of those situations where Belichick's strength would be to take away what D- Detroit wants to do best, and that's probably a lot of plays to Hawkinson, so you probably see a lot of bracketing of the tight end. Uh, if St. Brown or Chalk isn't out there you know, to go deep, then the deep threat is not there. So there are still some things to, do, to, to reveal themselves on the injury front of whether. Now, you will have to be concerned about Jamal Williams, who can run the ball effectively, and he's going to be the primary carrier if Swift is out again. Um, but the Patriots have done pretty well against. I mean, it was just a tough. I mean, what you had against Green Bay last week, that could have happened to anybody. So I'm not going to say, hey, the Patriots couldn't stop the run last week. Guess what? A lot of people can't stop that that, that Packers running duo. That, it's just tough to stop. That's not what they're facing this week. So Patriots 21, probably with one of those touchdowns coming off of a short field, maybe a couple of turnovers that lead to a short field, not putting too much of the pressure on the Bailey Zappi. You can effectively run the run game throughout the entire game. And probably not having Zappy, you know, take more than fifteen or twenty attempts in the game. So you want to manage it. You don't need a two hundred and fifty yard game out of him, but you know, you get a nice one eighty five, one eighty nine somewhere in there with one touchdown. You know, completion percentage probably in the sixties. 
you know, it might be a slow day for the deep receivers. You know, you just might not see a, you know, you're not going to see any bombs going down. But, you know, again, smart, effective football, keeping things close to the vest, depending on the running game. And then, you know, at some point where you feel like, hey, this is a good situation for Bailey Zappi to do something, it doesn't have to be extravagant, but it can be uh, very effective. All right, KJ Late Night here on WEEI, where, you know, the Brady news with him and Giselle allegedly both hiring divorce lawyers. Um, It's tough to see. I, I You know, it, it, people are like, why do you discuss it? Because... You don't discuss this about Tom? You know, like, I mean, it's part of the discussion. They could just be talking about what properties they have and how things could be addressed. They may not get divorced. They could work it out. You never know. You would hope so. Um, As a married person, you never want to see a marriage end where, you know, people are legitimately safe and things could be talked out. But, and I guess why, why it might hit home for some guys is... It just seems like, you know, look, Tom's baby is football. And he has real babies and a real baby girl home, you know, love love interest at home who probably feels like enough is enough. And I think him retiring and then unretiring didn't help the scenario, especially you buy a house in Miami. You probably think that's where you're going to be. You're going to live there. Then you're in Tampa, and you wonder if that kind of ties into the Stephen Ross stuff where that was supposed to happen. They got caught with their hand in the cookie jar, Brian Flores, and his mentioning about tampering with you know Brady as the NFL found that that didn't work out the way that probably they thought it would, and Tom has had to be able to cover face with Tampa. Not done well covering the face and winning a title and almost getting them back to the NFC Championship game, but still... Um, it's just kind of tough to see uh, for it to play out. You know, some people wondering, like, you know, I know Gresham keep wondering, like, would he come back to New England? Like, for what? I mean, be, I mean, be honest with you, right? It's we're getting into cold season. All the good, all the good ones are taken. You know, I mean, let's be honest. The good ones are taken. They're they're accounted for October first. Joe, are you one of those type of people who waits until October first before you turn on the heat? Uh, I wait a little longer than that because I need the money. What? To turn on the heat, I mean, that's how you save money, right? Like, <laughs> save save money. Yeah, I don't turn on the heat until October 1st. I don't care how cold it gets. I, that's what sweatshirts are for. That's what blankets are for. I'm just, a, I'm just a miser like that. But, you know, when it comes to snuggle season here in New England, everybody's accounted for. So, you know, Tom being suddenly this available bachelor, it's not like, you know, he's out on the icy roads or the recently shoveled and paved roads of, you know, kicking it with his boy. No. Now, the other side of it, if you want to know the scorn of a woman, is you do that in Miami and hope that he falls into a wormhole, uh, no pun intended, where, you know, like Tom Brady's, you know, single, new single life is so out of control that you'd be like, oh, gosh, the guy used to just be everything to me. Now he's a piece of everybody, and he's got all these women trouble, and Giselle's just smiling there. Yeah, Told you you should have left the game when I asked you to leave the game. But how does it affect the common guy, right? Like, KJ, I come here to hear sports. Don't want to hear about Giselle and Tom and what's going on with them. I'm just saying you might be a little Tom Brady in you when it comes to sports, you know? Let's go to dinner. Oh, no. Ohio is playing Ball State. I got to watch that game. Uh, let's, 
let's go visit some family. Um, you know, um, Alabama's playing Ole Miss. And, uh, yeah, that's why I talk about Brady and Giselle. Not because I care about what goes on with them. Is that at a at a ground level, some of us guys are just so into what we're so into that sometimes we might miss our blessing right in our face. Yeah, don't forget that old narrative of like, oh, sports is an escape from reality. A mentor of mine years ago, he works at our sister station in Atlanta, the game, told me a long time, I was his intern, I was in college, and he said, KJ, you can't hang with hard legs your whole life. And that's what Tom Brady's finding out. You love the locker room. You miss the guys in the locker room. You miss being on the road. You miss being in the trenches. You want to do all of that? That's perfectly fine. Go do it. When you know that he has no more. He, what, Tom's going to now try and play to 50 to fill that void? You can't hang with hard legs your whole life. You just can't. It's been the truth. I've seen it. It's absolutely spot on. All right, around the league in the NFL, the Colts are in trouble. Just when it seemed like they might start to turn the corner, they're without Jonathan Taylor tomorrow night against the Broncos, who, let's just call it what it is, they're hanging on a string now that Javante Williams is out for the season with a torn ACL. So everything is going to be on uh, Melvin Gordon III. And I don't know if Melvin Gordon III at this point, even though he's still a young guy, but 29 is not young for a running back, and the whole load on him, I just don't know. The Broncos, I thought, would be a sleeper sweetheart team in the AFC, but losing that, I don't see that. Jimmy G, look, the 49ers have some, they must have voodoo dolls of the Rams that they carry around with them because, I don't know, I was watching a broadcast, I can't remember which game it was, but they mentioned that Jimmy G literally had all of his stuff in boxes ready to leave San Francisco. And at one point, while he was still with the team, he wasn't able to practice with the playbook. Like, you could go over there and throw to the side and just hang out because you work here, but we can't show you what we're doing. Trey Lance gets hurt, and now all of a sudden it feels like the 49ers have momentum. Their defense is starting to get lights out, and they just have this way of figuring out how to win against teams that they're not supposed to beat. It's truly amazing. Did you see that touchdown by Debo? That might be the play of the year so far within the first four weeks. Uh yeah, I could see that though. The the Patrick Mahomes play, then there was a then there was the play that Lamar Jackson had where literally there was a guy on his back in that Bills game and he flicked him off, flicked off two people and still threw the ball. I, yeah, I mean, yeah, I I think the the 49ers now showing that hey, with the Cardinals are struggling and the Rams just throwing the ball to one guy and they can't figure some things out. Like, really, did you think that Seattle and the 49ers would be kind of the team to to potentially might be in the mix to win it in the West? Oh, my gosh. I mean, I still don't think it's going to be Seattle ultimately, but like teams like Seattle, 49ers, the Browns, they've all been a surprise this year because I thought the 49ers were going to struggle with Trey Lance this year because I just did not think he was ready for prime time. All right. You know I love to give you some parlays and let you know some different ways to win money during this NFL season. So let's do, let's pull out Parlay Vu. Hit it, Joe. Out the money. 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 Parlay Vu. Parlay Vu some cash avec moi. C'est soir. Parlay Vu some cash avec moi. C'est soir. 
right. The first set of games are the Sunday games, which I think these teams will win, so their money line plays. Take the Chargers at minus 145. I think the Lions upset the Patriots. There's a part of me that thinks that at plus 125. The Jets, I think, upset the Dolphins because with Teddy Bridgewater back there, it's Teddy Bridgewater. And I just don't know if the Dolphins will have that same continuity. It's one thing in case of emergency where you're rallying around everybody, but everybody's eyes are on Bridgewater. And when that happens, it usually has not been good. Take the Jets, who are a little bit on a roll at plus 145. The Titans, I take them to win over the Commanders, minus 130. The Cowboys with the upset over the Rams. I just mentioned just how out of whack they are. Plus 220. And I have the Bengals upsetting the Ravens Sunday night. I think what happened with Baltimore going for it instead of kicking the field goal with the greatest field goal kicker of all time, all under the guise of, I'm worried what Josh Allen might do. No, let your players prove you wrong. Don't prove your players wrong. And I think I think John Harbaugh has lost this locker room a little bit. Bengals with the upset at plus 145. Take the Chargers, Lions, Jets, Titans, Cowboys, and Bengals. Put $100 down. Pays out $12,012.07. Wow, that's, that's about 12 to 1 right there. All right, Lions at Patriots. I've got some parlays inside of it. Lions win. That's plus 125. Lions win by two and a half or more, plus 150. Lions and the under of 51 and a half, maybe 27, 24, plus 240. Lions by one to six points, plus 333. And the Pats lead at half, but the Lions win the game, plus 550. Played that one, two, three, four, five leg parlay, put $100 down. Pay out $53,727.31. Tomorrow night's game. I've got props and plays inside the game. Broncos, Colts. Colts cover the first half at plus two and a half, plus 100. Take the Broncos to win by minus six and a half, plus 135. The total under 38 and a half. I see maybe a 21 14 game, plus 140. Alec Pierce, wide receiver, Colts, anytime touchdown, plus 375. Matt Ryan, over two and a half rushing yards. Oh, he breaks off for four, plus 100. Matt Ryan's going to have to throw the ball. No Jonathan Taylor, plus 250 passing yards, plus 130. Melvin Gordon, he's got to carry the bulk of all the running for the Broncos. 75 or more rushing yards, plus 165. Play that one, two, three, four, five, six, seven leg parlay. $100 pays out $65,214.02 if you want to parlay vous. Late night ends next. We wrap it up here on WEEI with KJ. Thanks so much for hanging out. Late night, WEEI, KJ. Thank you so much for spending the last three hours since 9 p.m. Remember, you can always listen on the Odyssey app. It's free. Always reminded back. Red Sox season over. They sweep the Rays on the way out. Uh, let's see how that affects the Rays as they get into the playoffs as they start their series with Cleveland here. Yeah, I was going to mention to you earlier, like, do you really have that much confidence in the Rays? Because they enter the playoffs losing six straight, including this sweep. 
Yeah, you just don't know. You know, if they came in here, because the worst thing that can happen is the bats get hot in games that don't matter, and then they go cold in the games that do matter. So maybe they'll be able to turn it around. Maybe they'll be able to go ahead and get the rest that they need to get. Um, they were able to put Tyler Glass now back out there and check out and see that he's fine. So I think there were the couple things that the Rays wanted to see, they were able to see. I don't think they they were hitting the ball. They hit the ball strong today. So it's not like, hey, they're going down and, you know, putting up, you know, sombreros to end the season. They're just losing games. And the Red Sox, I mean, they've always had the ability to mash. And, um, you know, they, the Red Sox went out strongly for the fan base. I mean, think about it. To get a fan base to show up for those who showed up today, you there is no question you love the Red Sox. Because rainy, you, you, but you you think it may this could be Xander's last game. You probably figure it's JD's last game, X last game. You know, with the Red Sox and his entire baseball career comes to an end. So there was a lot of sentimental value going on, and um, the Red Sox, from an entertainment perspective, played it well these last three games. I said, hey, if they won the series, that would be good. They take two out of the last three and walk off on a, on a good note. They they sweep out on a good note. So against an American League East team, no less. So. Um, yeah, it'd just be interesting as things move forward because the ball is all now in Heim Bloom's court. There's nothing to discuss about what Alex Cora is or is not doing because I think this goes back to Heim Bloom not doing anything at the all-star trade deadline last year when the team was still in the lead of the American League East um, and then but started sputtering. I think that was a bad, to me, it was a bad sign saying, okay, when we're overachieving, you won't get us help. So you thought maybe the lesson was learned, like, hey, we're two games away from a World Series and I'll go get some more players to add to the staff and make a run, another make this run to get to the World Series this year. That wasn't even close to being on the radar. So the, the Alex Cora did overdid his job the previous season. That team overachieved. So... Like, hey, it's like doing all your homework while you're still in class <laughs> for the bell rings. Teacher doesn't want you handing it in, but he's like, homework's done. It's up to you. So now it is all on high and bloom. The clock starts now, and it's going to be fascinating. And if 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 the Red Sox come to camp with pretty much the same old, same old, oh, man, they'll be screaming. The fans will be screaming at high and bloom before the first pitch is thrown at spring training. Pitchers and catchers and high and bloom report. <laughs> Because they'll they'll let him have it, but there are some ways that Heim Bloom probably can save some money if that's what he's trying to do with some of these rules. Maybe you go get more speed on the base paths. Uh, you don't necessarily have to worry about home run hitting as much. You know, get away from that part of the analytics because you've got a huge monster wall, and if you've got speed with bigger base paths, with bigger bases, and a pitch clock, use that to your advantage. So we'll see what happens with that. Patriots get ready for the Lions. Uh, Patriots uh, now a three-point favorite to win. The Lions have a lot of injuries, but I also believe this could be the 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 Detroit Lions revenge game against Matt Patricia. Just the energy that was brought inside of that facility, those facilities. I don't know how many players are still with the with the Lions, but I'm sure that's part of the narrative in Detroit getting ready for this game, especially if this is a game where you feel like, hey, they're on their third string quarterback. And all they really have is the run game. This Detroit's got to feel confident about themselves, and they've been putting up points. So one of two things are going to have to happen Sunday: the the the, the Patriots are going to have to re- reduce that point total because I just don't see that offense being able to keep up with a shootout. So the defense does their job, 
then I think it would be very difficult for the Lions to win that game on Sunday. Um, Celtics in overtime lost tonight 125-119. And while I don't put a whole lot of stock into NBA preseason games, because it's just the way for games to sometimes be affordable for families, <laughs> we the four of us went to a Celtics game for $100. How did you do that? It was a preseason game. <laughs> so, But here's the one thing I will say. I've said since the acquisition of Malcolm Brogdon, this is the guy that needs to be the starting point guard as the distributor. I think if the idea is to go with smart and white, it's almost kind of a collision course of guys who can't give you offense and not necessarily assists. Brogdon had nine assists tonight coming off the coming off the bench. Um, Sam Hauser may be the answer that Danilo Gallinari was supposed to be from the outside. This is just what you hope from what you've seen so far. But if Sam Hauser can come in and be kind of a sharpshooter that can give you 15 minutes in a game and do what Peyton Pritchard hasn't been able to do and he's got a little more size, that's a bonus win for the Celtics right there. Um, Again, I would like to see a reduction on minutes from Al Horford, right, because it is the preseason and you know – that Time Lord is going to be out it, at least for a good chunk, for maybe the first six weeks. Just call it what it is. So there's no point, I think, in really running out Horford more than 22 minutes a game. And maybe that starts to pick up as time picks up. You know, Take the losses. That's perfectly fine. But get him in there to get the sets going that you need to get because there's not a lot of depth you know, in terms of size. You got Grant Williams there, but you know, Grant is a great defender. You're not talking about running offense through when he's out there. So... And, of um, course, don't forget Blake Griffin's also limited with his age and it's just physical ability. Well, I mean, this is what I'm saying. Like, once he's ready, Al Horford, come on out. Let Blake Griffin, Griffin get some run. You know, like, because this is why I said, like, last season that while, you know, Tatum is the MVP of the team, I've always thought that Time Lord was the most important person on the team because he sets the defense, he can get the fast break going, he can defend the big stars in the East, Joel Embiid. He can face up Kevin Durant. He can face up Giannis. So he's going to be the key to the Celtics really being able to, to really kind of maintain where they are. You know, people are starting to say the Bucks are it again this year, and I think probably some of it is because of uh, MA being gone and uh, with Missoula as the coach. You just don't know if he's going to be overwhelmed once the game happens. But if they can continue getting out of house of what they're getting and get Brogdon with that starting crew right there and really start to get that machine going, the Celtics, I think, who are already going to be a fun team to watch this year, it will really be some exciting basketball. So thank you so much, Joe, for your work tonight. Thank you also to Bridget Prue, who handled the first hour. Remember, follow Twitter at WEEI, at KJ Carson. Have a great Wednesday. I'll talk to you again next Tuesday here on WEEI. Be good. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively sports. Back clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You said my world on even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. 
We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto Parts.